Hey guys, Benjamin Darius, aka BJ here from Dear Dad Podcast. Now, when I started this podcast, I wanted a platform where I can record and upload my content very easily. I didn't want to go through any hoops to get my podcast out there. When I did start my podcast, I was on a different platform. But after I was introduced to Anchor, not once, not twice, but over three times by my close friends, I decided to give Anchor a try. I must say, I absolutely love it. Not only is it easy to use, but I am able to record, edit, post, and publish all my episodes right there on the app or the site. I was able to transfer all my episodes onto Anchor in less than five minutes. That for me was unbelievable. Oh yeah, here's the best thing of all. It's free. It is free to use. Yeah, I know that's crazy, but take my word on this. It's true. Using Anchor has definitely made podcasts so easy. Trust me, you'll love it. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, you beautiful people. Welcome to the Dear Dad Podcast, a platform where you can come and express yourself rather through poetry, spoken words, essay, or simply a live conversation. This is All Dad Talk. I'm here for you. Let's go. Hello, you beautiful people. Thank you. Thank you for coming back to the Dear Dad podcast. I'm so happy that you guys came for a second episode. Uh, finished to wrap up the first episode, and um, right after I published it, I got sick. I lost my voice. I wasn't able to speak for a good week and a half. So I'm just recently getting my voice back um, from, uh, from the sickness. I don't know what it was. I went to the emergency room a couple of days ago just to just check just to check up on it. They say it's not. Uh, I don't have any kind of viral, and it's just a sickness that's been sitting there. Um, so I should be okay. I don't need to take any medication, and they said I should follow up with my primary doctor. But um, I'm feeling better now. I'm able to like speak now. Before I was, just, I feel like I was a. Oh no, I was partying all night, which I don't do. So definitely that wasn't the case. So. Um, even that work was a little difficult, but I was able to um, manage. But uh, I'm here now. So the funny thing is, I don't really get sick for that long. I mean, normally I get sick probably mm, the most five days, and after five days, and I'm I'm good. I'm ready to go. It was lingering for a while, and I was just concerned to see you know what the heck that was. Um, so I'm I'm pretty sure it was. I know I said it wasn't viral, but I feel like it was because I've never gotten sick for that long. And for me to lose my voice is definitely was something else. Um, even now, it's still a little bit chalky and sound a little bit um, hoarse. But anywho, I made it. I'm here. And um, I'm thankful that you guys are here, that you guys came back. Um, so for today, I actually have something special for you guys. Uh, I was looking up in the internet and I was able to find uh, a few things. And one of them were uh, the top... 10 things you should tell your dad, um, which I found was interesting. Stuff that we do at time tell our fathers, and sometimes we don't, or we need to tell our fathers, which is a big deal. So this that's more one of the differences that we gotta, we're gonna look into today. How do we feel when you say those things? Um, that's one thing I'm gonna t- um, tackle in. How I experience it with my father, and how I will incorporate it with my son, because I'm a father myself, so how am I showing that? How am I telling my son uh, these things 
that we're going to talk about my reaction towards it. Should I do those things? Should I not do those things? So just pretty much more of the concept of uh, today's podcast from the list. So I'm going to tell you my point of view and my experience with it and how I'm going to apply it to my son if, if needed. If not, then, you know, we're just going to move on with our lives. But I think that the list was kind of important. It was crucial. So I'm willing to share with you guys. So just definitely tell me guys, what do you tell me what you guys think? And if um, it's something that should uh, incorporate or do some more of, um, and if you have your opinion, let me know. If not, you know, we can, you know, or not. If you don't have an opinion, you don't have an opinion, but <clears throat> definitely let me know uh, what you think. Okay. So 10 things, it says 10 things we should tell our fathers. 10 things we should mention to our dad or ask our dad. Um, even before I, I can say that, even in the Bible, it speaks. Um, and I, I don't even think it's only the Bible. Just about every culture that you come across, you have to respect your mom. I mean, respect your dad. You have to respect your dad. You have to respect your father. I mean, that's the person that helped give you life. So it's not <clears throat> it's, it's not right to disrespect a person. So again, every culture has their own way of, um, of defining that. But as a parent you should always give your parent respect regardless if they they give that back to you or not is as a child you always should obey or if not respect your parents you know i'm not saying they always right which is not uh, but you should always always respect your parent and i i'm always going to encourage that so yes so it's 10 things you may need to say to your father that's actually the name of the list uh, 10 things you may need to say to your father. So here are, I'm going by 10 to one. Um, I'm guessing one's gonna be the most important one. And then um, you guys give me your opinion. Tell me what you think. So question 10 states, what do you know? Which is implying uh, your dad is a wealth of knowledge. It's a well that you can draw from. He went through life experiencing all sorts of things good and bad and our duty as sons and daughters is to gain access to this wealth of knowledge so we won't make that mistake and that's the whole point of actually asking this question like what do you know what have you gone through in your life that i can learn from so i won't make the same mistake i mean i can honestly say there's a lot of things like i can say my dad has gone through and I see it and I have taken notes or just listened to what he said and and say, I can't do this. I'm not going to do this. I know my father has multiple kids um, and I, that's not something that I want to do. He was not able to uh, accommodate to all of us because he had, he had kids from different um, women. So that's not something that I intend to do. I learned from my lesson. I learned from his lesson, should I say. So I won't have to do certain like that. So I don't want to have... Uh, kids all over the place. I want to be able to cater to my son each and every day. You know, again, moving towards as far as what can I learn, what have I learned from my dad as far as that, and what can I apply to my son? I Me mean, as of right now, I'm, I'm I'm going to show my son what it is to love, what it is to like um, be a father. You know, show him that I'm there for him. You know, embrace him, kiss him, love him, um, hug him, and let him know each and every day that I I I love him. You know. Uh, I'm not going to go around sleeping with other women. I'm not going around to um, produce other children, or other kids out there, because that's not what my mind is at. That's not what I want to do. This is something that my father did, one mistake that he did, and I don't intend to do it. 
and I'm encouraging just about anybody else that's out there that's doing it. If you see your father has done something and you know it's not correct, you know it's not right, then make a difference. Be different. Don't try to don't try and do the same thing all over again. It's useless to do that. Then that's where the generation curse comes along, where your father did something wrong and you did something wrong, and then that your son is gonna do something wrong, your daughter's gonna do something wrong. No, be that be that person that's gonna be different. You know, you don't want to have to be the one that's gonna do the same thing everybody else is doing, or your dad did, or your grandpa did. No, be different. Put your foot down and say, "I'm gonna be different," and that's where the generation curse breaks. So your son is not going to do it. So your son is going to see what it is that you're doing that's right. And they're going to implement on that and, and capitalize on that. But if we're not going to learn from our fathers before us, we're bound to make the same mistake. Okay, so number nine. Number nine states, who are we? So I think it's a good question. Who are we? Learning our family heritage isn't usually a priority as a child. However, it is very important to know who we are and where we come from. Your dad may love nothing more than to tell you all about family history. So ask him, which is very crucial. I'm pretty sure uh, just about every family member would love to tell you their family history, where they came from, the struggle that they had and the upbringing, um, the good, the bad, the ugly, all that, you know, all that jazz. So Ask your father about where they're from, their background, you know, uh, what made them who they are. It, make, it, it makes such a great story. I love, love hearing stories about you know, my dad was younger or the stuff that he did when he was younger, regardless if it was reckless or not. It, I, I'm, I'm indulged. Like, I, I, I love those things. Listen to my dad tell me stories about my grandpa, about his brother, about um, a sister um, that he he had. Uh, it's just, I, I just love stories. And the fact that he's going to sit there and just tell me the stories helps a lot. So um, don't take it for granted. You know, just have your, your, your dad sit down and just let him talk to you and tell you um, what happened in his life, what he experienced in his life. It can, it can help you so much. You know, at least for me, I, I just I just simply enjoy that. I enjoy storytelling so I can hear what he went through. It's like a, a, a me going to the movies and um, seeing uh, a snippet of his life. It encouraged me. I love it. I love it. And moving to my son, I mean, I'm, I'm making memories right now. I'm making memories as um, with the audio, with this podcast. And we all also have um, a YouTube you know, so wherever we travel, when we do um, community outreach or we go to out of the country, we have a page. My wife and I have a page on our YouTube called Darius Destinations. So we will document wherever we go, you know, whatever we do so he can see, my son can see that um, this is the stuff that we've done. Um, this is the stuff that can be done um, so he can have a better picture of what we have done. You know, and I have no problem telling him a little bit of history about what I've gone through, you know, and this podcast is, again, is a platform for me to express that so he can know he can go back and listen to this podcast or he can know the things that I've gone through, the stuff that I went through and I made it and I'm able to make it, you know, history. I love history. I love storytelling. You know, this is my form of way of storytelling. So don't be 
scared to ask your dad or have a sit down with your dad and ask him, what is our family history? You know, what, where are we from? How are we here? How do we come about? You know, a lot of people are doing ancestries right now so they can see where their family heritage is. You know, what part of Africa they're from or what part of the country out of the United States they're from, you know, because they need to know where they're from. And knowing where you're from can help you in the future where you can where you need to go. So it matters. It matters. Have don't don't shy away from asking your dad a history. Sit down and let listen to what he had to say. Listen. I love storytelling. Okay, so moving on to eight. Number eight. Number eight says, I understand how you feel. Uh, this is more or less talking about um, how you feel when you are a father. Yeah, I know they have this statement saying that um, you won't know how I'm feeling. You won't know what I'm going through unless you have kids on your own. And I can un- I, just, I can understand that 100%. There are things that you would not understand how it is until you have your own kids. Until you have your own child. You won't know the struggle. You won't know what it is to just love a child, actually. You know, um, I, I, it's, it's so crucial. It, you, you really don't understand. You don't understand how hard it is at time to just make it every day or one day at a time. You don't know. You won't know how hard this, it, this is until you have a kid on your own. Like right now, I have my own son. And there are things that I, I, day by day, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. I don't know if we're going to be able to make it. I don't know what's, how things are going to get done. But again, take it one day at a time. I understand, you know, there's a struggle. You know, everybody went through this. I went through this with my parents, but you would never know how hard it was. You would never know how hard it is to um, over, or to to go through certain things. You don't. But again, having to sit down with your dad is, is crucial to 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 find that out. Um, to let him know, or to let for him to talk to you and let you know the struggles that he went he went through you know uh, the, again the struggles is for you to understand um what he went through and how you can better yourself so again it, these things you won't understand i mean some people that don't have kids say you know it's different it definitely is different when you have a child of your own or kids of your own it's a whole different dynamic you know i only have one son right now one kid and you know to add to it for those that have you know three four five or six kids it's a struggle it's hard it's extremely hard and if you don't have help it's gonna be even 10 times harder and my experience is um because my dad was not in was not present in my life or he wasn't present in uh, our lives it was hard my mom was was a single mom of six six kids so it's I, i know how hard it is I know how hard it, it can be. Um, my mother went through this up until we were adults, still going through this, you know, raising us, going to work, cooking, all that stuff. So it's that struggle is real. I'm telling you, if you don't know um, uh, any struggles, if you have not experienced any struggles, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm happy for you. But this is the stuff that you have to understand. Sometimes you have to ask questions to find out. Um, again, also, we won't know until we have kids on our own. You know, if we if we, if we don't experience these things, um, we won't know. So number seven states that um, I respect you. You know, 
it's interesting how it states um, it states it that way. I respect you. You know, even as a child and grown up, um, even though my dad was not around, you know, even though he was um, he was not as present in my life and my siblings' life, you know, for me, I I, I still could not disrespect my my father. I really couldn't. Maybe it's because he's my father, or it's just a respect thing, you know? No matter what he did or didn't do, I had to keep my respect for him. As a teenager, we have a tendency to be rebellious and act out, but being respectful of your parent, it matters, you know? It really matters. You don't want to disrespect your parent. You know, that's gonna, it's gonna speak its volume to a, to anybody if you're disrespecting your parent. You don't want to have to go in that road. No matter what the person has done, you need to respect them, you know, as a parent. You know, it says, the Bible says, respect your parent or honor your, honor your father and honor, honor thy mother. And there's a reason for that. You know, I'm not saying they, again, doing everything correct, but we need to honor them. Respect that. Respect them. Don't disrespect your parent. Do not disrespect your parent. I'm telling you right now, it's the worst thing you can do. You know, I'm not saying uh, business situation that you, you might have to defend yourself. You might have to um, find a way out. But don't disrespect, you know, that don't, don't, don't disrespect. Always find another way to deal with the situation. Talk it out, walk away, but don't disrespect your parent because they're the one that helped bring you up. When you were a baby, you couldn't do anything yourself. They were the one that was there, you know. So don't disrespect them. Always give high respect to your parents. And moving on to uh, six, six states. You make me proud. This one seems to be a little tricky for me. Well, not tricky. It's not something that I'm, I can say I've experienced too much myself. But that doesn't mean I, can, I can't make a difference. So to make, you make me proud. I think this is more um, two-way two-way street um it's not only to wait and wait for your dad to tell you that he's proud of you it's not just him saying that he's proud of you which really makes a difference i mean that's that's again that's two-way um for for your dad to say um uh, i'm proud of you I'm, I'm i'm happy for what you're doing i'm i'm glad that you're doing this you know i'm i'm proud i mean just to say something like that is very powerful but this is more to us what you say to, to your father, you know? Are you, can you honestly say you're proud of your father? Are you proud of your dad for being your dad? Are you proud of him for being your dad? Again, I'm not talking about the stuff that, the negativity that he's done or the uh, bad stuff that he's done. No, just the fact that he's in your life, the fact that he's, he's I don't know, talking to you, want to be in your life and the fact that he is asking for you it's a good thing you know tell your dad you know reverse psychology and tell your dad like i'm proud of you i'm proud that you are my dad i'm proud that you're still in my life i'm proud that you still want to be in my life you know that's a privilege not everybody gets to have that so telling your dad that you're that you are proud of him it speaks volume and i know i said that before but it, it matters you know just just as much as he your dad will say i'm proud of you my son it's also really really good if you say i'm proud of you dad for just being my dad you know things like that matters just telling your dad i'm proud of you for just being my dad really makes a big difference 
And moving on to five, five says, I forgive you. You know, that, I mean, that's, that's, that's big. Honestly, that's big. I forgive you. How many of us can literally sit there and tell our father and tell our dad that we forgive them for the stuff that they have done? Especially for a person like me, where my father was not there at all times. Or if your dad did something that you, you disagree with, um, that you just say, I forgive you. That's so big. It's huge to just tell someone, your dad, that you are, you, that you have forgiven them. It matters because a lot of times they might feel guilty about the stuff that they've done and they don't know that they are forgiven. So they're just walking around with that burden on their shoulders. But if you can just tell them, Dad, I'm proud of you. Or I'm sorry, to Dad, I'm, I forgive you. The stuff that you've done is in the past. I need you to focus on the future, in the present right now. So telling your dad that you're proud of him really makes a big difference. Follow that is um, number four. Which tell you can tell your dad is I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It's just to tell your dad is I'm sorry. I, I can see why these two, number five and number four, are very close to each other. Saying forgiveness, I forgive you, and I'm sorry goes hand in hand. You have to say I'm sorry. You know, say I'm sorry to your dad if you have done something wrong. Uh, again, as teenagers and growing up being rebellious, we do so many stupid stuff. Go out, stay late, don't call, or we go off to college and we forget about our parents, or we grow up, we forget about our parents, we don't call. I mean, I'm, I'm, I can't, I mean, I'm one for that, you know? I should, I don't call my mom, or I don't call my dad as much as I, I should, because for whatever reason, I just know I, I don't. I should, but I don't. I'm not, and I'm not going to give you any excuses for that. So this is the stuff that we need to do. Um, I'm doing myself. Just say I'm sorry. You know, I know my son is still a little bit young. I'm saying I'm sorry, um, but I mean, just implementing that, telling telling him I'm sorry, sometimes makes a difference. You know, as a parent, you can't always say you're to blame. Why are you always doing this? Why are you always doing that? But to just tell the your son to just tell your daughter that I'm sorry you know I messed up tell your dad I'm sorry I didn't call you I'm sorry that um, I didn't show up I'm sorry that I uh, I did this I did that I'm, I'm so sorry it makes a big difference I'm a person at the time I didn't really care about the word sorry but as I grew and see the essence in it uh, I start saying it more and more you know some people just want to hear the word, I'm sorry, because it makes a big difference. You know, you're taking ownership of what you did and apologizing for it. It makes it such a big difference. And moving on to number three. Number three says, may I ask why? You know, there's so many questions that we have. We want to ask so many questions that we want to find out. Um, about our past, about your parents' past, um, or just stuff that we don't know. So asking why did this happen? Why were you not there? Why were, was I the only one that was doing certain things? You know, why wasn't grandma there? Why wasn't grandpa there? Why did mommy and daddy not love each other? Why did we have to get a divorce? 
why am I the only one out of my siblings that are not able to do A, B, C, and D? You know, why am I the one that's struggling? Why were you the one that got away? I don't understand. You know, there's a time. Ask why. Ask questions. You know, it's so um, good to ask those questions. It opens up doors. It, 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 it helps the situation out. You know, to relieve any kind of secrecy that might be there. Just ask why. Sometimes somebody's just waiting to be asked a question so they can express themselves. But if we don't ask the proper questions or if we don't ask why, we won't know the answers. Saying thank you. Number two, saying thank you. That's, I don't see, I mean, I don't, what else can I say about that? Just say thank you. The smallest stuff can go far. Say thank you. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for being my dad. Thank you for raising me. Thank you for paying for my tuition. Thank you for all the food. Thank you for all the shelter that you put over my head that I'm not even had to pay for anything. Thank you for the food that you made for me. You know? Thank you. Like, thank you. It goes such a long way. But just telling somebody thank you, just like apologizing, saying thank you makes a big difference. If you are not able to say thank you to someone that's sacrificed their time to cater to you, that's being selfish, you know? Somebody take their time to just like do all they had to do for you and cook for you and raise you and send you to school and we can't even say thank you. That's just, that's just, it's so hard. That's, that, that would hurt. That would hurt. My son, I tell him thank me, thank you all the time. I'm just telling him thank you because that's something that he needs to learn how to do and the only way he can learn how to say thank you is when i say thank you again he's a reflection of me so if i'm not doing it i can expect him to do it back to me so always tell your your child thank you or tell your dad thank you thank you for all that you've done for me thank you for all that you are thank you for who you are in my life you know say thank you thank you does not hurt thank you goes a long way so these questions and these statements makes a big difference um so don't be afraid to say it. number one is saying i love you to your dad saying i love you to your dad is it is something simple three-letter word and it's so hard for some people to say it's so hard for someone to just like Sometimes to receive it as well. How many times can you honestly say you've told your dad that you love him? That you sincerely love him? It's hard. Stuff like that is not easy. I didn't grow up saying I love you. I didn't grow up hearing I love you from my, my, my parents. And definitely from my, my dad. So how can I implement something? How can I say something to my dad like that if he never said it to me? He never expressed that to me. So it's hard for me to just say, I love you, when it's not something that was taught, it wasn't something that he said to me, or ever said to me. So it's weird for me to say something like that. It was foreign for me to say something like that. So it's hard. So I'm not saying it's impossible, but again, like I said before, just taking the steps, taking the steps of making a difference, being different, taking the steps of um, being different from anybody else from being different from your dad or your, your, your from anybody else so saying I love you I mean 
to be honest, that's one of the biggest thing. It's so small. I mean, it's so big, but <clears throat> I mean, it's just a few words, and yet it's, we have difficulty saying it. I don't understand. It's very, very hard. It's hard. Um, I mean, to tell you the truth. Um, days ago I went to see my dad and we went to his house so me and my, my um, a couple of my siblings my wife went to see my dad and we have fun we laughed we played um, cracked jokes we ate he cooked food for us and we I enjoy myself fully enjoy myself you know I fully enjoy myself and he sacrificed his time for us he sacrificed his self for us. He sacrificed it. I said I was coming down. He cooked. He made food for us. And um, he made some food for us. So I'm very grateful. So again, sacrificing himself. And as we were exiting, as we were saying goodbye, um, I went to him and I hugged him. I hugged, I actually hugged my dad. I'm not saying I never hugged him before, but this was a, a real hug. I held him there for a couple of minutes, uh, for a couple of seconds. I held him there for a couple of seconds, and I told him, I love you. He didn't respond the first time. I squeezed him a little stronger, and I said, Dad, I love you. He said, I love you too. I love you too. I let him go. He looked at me. He said, thank you. Exactly what he said. He said, thank you. Thank you for saying that. And... Um, and, I, and we said our goodbyes and I can tell and I can see a difference in his behavior I can see a different guy from who he was before to what he is now he wants to be active in my life right now it's a difference from the dad that I knew when I was growing up to the dad that I know now it's a different person and that's what I'm looking at I'm not looking at the past I'm looking at the present possibly the future in order for me to be better in order for us to be happy in order for us to have a better relationship I have to do I have to make it I have to be different in order for things to change I have to take that step and be different me simply telling my dad that I love him me simply me me simply hugging my dad and telling him that I love, I love him makes a huge impact makes a huge impact it makes a big difference and two it sets an example not only for myself for my son but also for my siblings we don't say as much but it sets an example of what we can do and what we could look forward to do it's not impossible it's three words but those three words make mean so much so that was actually probably the first time I told my dad that I loved him seriously first time I'm 37 years old now you guys know a big secret of mine 37 years old and I told my dad that I love him for the first time and that was monumental it was big but I left his house feeling triumphant I left his house feeling that I, I accomplished something and when I left and I got in the car my wife was like was that intentional you telling your dad that you love him was that intentional? I said yes, it was. I came with that. I came with full intention, intention to tell him that I love him, and I 
I wanted him to know that and feel it. I didn't want to just wave goodbye and say goodbye, but I want him to feel it while I am embracing him, <clears throat> while he was there, while he heard my heart beat, and I told him that I love him. That's how deep this is. Three-letter words mean so much, so much emphasis, but if you don't say it, no one would know it. If I don't tell you I'm lo- I love you, you will not know it. It's one thing to say, well, you know, the person knows how I'm feeling. It's one thing to to have a perspective that the person may know. It's another thing to let the person know what you're feeling. I can't assume you like me. I need to know that you like me. And that's what I did. With full intention, I tell my dad that I love him. And I tell my son I love him every day. So he can know that he's love. He know how it is to love. I show him love through me loving my wife. I show him love by embracing him, hugging him, kissing him, by laying next to him, reading to him, and just simply tell him that I love you. It should be easy for him to say it. It should be welcome him for me to say, for him to say it, but if I don't show it, he won't be able to know it. So I encourage you guys to tell your dad that you love him. Honestly, I challenge you to tell your dad that you love him. You know, and if your dad is not in your life, just tell your dad, your father figure. <clears throat> Tell your father figure that's in your life, the person that's closest to you, that you love him. You know? Something, something three-letter words can mean so much. So don't shy away from that. Just tell your dad you love him, your father figure that you love him. And I have a lot of father figures in my life. And I need to tell them that I love them even more. But I'm happy that I started with my dad, my father, because that's the beginning. That's where it starts. You guys to do that on your own. All right, guys. So that was my top ten uh, things you should ask your dad, things you things you should tell your dad, things you should um, find out about your dad. You know, so it's not only what you can gain from your dad, but what you need to tell your dad. So, guys, so let me know from this list of ten things which one you find. More important, which one you can relate to uh, the best, which one you think is least important or not important. Um, I think all of them have their own grade from high to low, but um, all of them I think is important. All of them is important. Of course, the last one or the first one saying I love you makes a big difference, but the others as well makes a big difference. So if you guys want to leave in the comments, send me an email and just tell me what you think is most important to you. Honestly, what is more important to you? Or if you have another list that you think I I should read, um, I should look into, let me know. Shoot me an email and let me know which one you think is best. But this one I I found um, was interesting and I want to share with you guys. So let me know, guys. Let me know. Share your thoughts. I'm here. Let me know.
And now, a moment with the family. to more of this podcast you can go to google play stitcher apple and spotify and of course on social media as far as instagram catch you later